Dear songwriter, writing lyrics can be extremely overwhelming. We're constantly wondering whether or not what we're writing makes sense, if it's resonating with anyone, and whether or not people have any idea what you're saying. In this episode, I'm going to introduce the concept of a lyrical motif and how it can help you keep your verses and song in general more grounded, easier to follow along. I'm also going to give you a couple of clear examples of songs that do this so you have something to refer to. My name is Connor Frost. I'm a professional songwriting mentor who's helped hundreds of songwriters to write and release their first songs. And this is Dear Songwriter, the podcast to help you confidently write and release your music so that you can live your most musical and creative life. Let's get into it. Okay, hello and welcome. At the time of recording this, I have just gotten through a really lovely weekend, played a show on Friday, June 2nd, first kind of like local show in Vermont. I've lived in Vermont for a couple of years and this was kind of our first local show. Really good crowd, really good people, and I hope that you are having a really good start to the summer. I'm a summer guy myself, May and June, I feel like these are prime months if you're in the Northeast and specifically New England. Today, like I kind of teased in the intro, we are going to be talking about this idea of lyrical motif. Now, if you've been a listener for a while, first and foremost, thank you for continuing to listen. But if you've been a listener for a while, you know that I've brought up this term motif in the past. And motif exists in songwriting. It also exists in literature. It exists in many different art forms. And it essentially means theme. In this case, we're talking about a lyrical theme. So some sort of lyrical phrase, whether it's a couple words, whether it's a complete phrase that repeats. Another thing is to address and think about where we typically hear them, right? And typically, when you think of lines that repeat, you definitely think of a chorus because the idea of a chorus is to bring people together to repeat a certain line so that people can really remember that, right? Whenever we think of chorus, we think of the most catchy part. So certainly lyrical motifs exist in choruses, but today we're going to be talking about them existing in verses because I think... Verses is where we as songwriters sometimes feel like we lose the story a bit. And so a lyrical motif can be a good way to keep your audience grounded. It can be a good way for you to remind your audience what the song is about. So the first song I want to discuss as it relates to lyrical motifs is If I Ain't Got You by Alicia Keys. Now, if you've attended some of my free classes, if you are a student of mine currently or have been in the past, you know that I love this song and you know that I have shared this song with you and we have discussed this song. If I Ain't Got You has a very clear lyrical motif. And I'm just going to tell you what it is because it's pretty obvious, right? And that lyrical motif is the phrase, some people. We hear it throughout the verses. We also hear it in the chorus as well as the pre-chorus. It is all over the place, but let's talk about the verses. Okay, so verse one, Alicia Keys in verse one in this song says the two words, some people, four different times. Each line of her verse one lyrics start with some people. So first verse is as follows. Some people live for the fortune. Some people live just for the fame. Some people live for the power. Some people live just to play the game. 
And then it goes into the pre-chorus. Okay, so she opens things up by repeating some people, some people, some people, some people. She says it four times over the course of this verse. Now, when we go to the next verse, so it goes into pre-chorus, then it goes into a chorus. When we come back to a verse, it's repeated again. Some people search for a fountain. This is verse two. Promises forever young. Some people need three dozen roses, and that's the only way to prove you love them. Okay, so still repeating this, but it's not as often as in the first verse. So that's something to think about as you're going through your verses. Not only what can I use as a lyrical motif to keep the listener really grounded and focused on what the song is about, but how can I strategize in terms of where I implement them throughout the verses? So in Alicia Keys' case, in this song, it was four times in verse one, and then when she came back around in verse two, it was twice. This lyrical motif happens throughout all sections in different ways, different melodies, but I think it's worth noting specifically how she uses it in the verses, because like I said before, at least for me and a lot of my students and co-writers and friends of mine, that's where sometimes the story gets lost. It's in the verses because we need to figure out how to progress the story while also making clear what the heck it is we're even talking about. Okay, so that's example number one. If I Ain't Got You by Alicia Keys, if you've never listened to that song before, definitely recommend it. And I'm not sure where you've been, and you've probably accidentally heard it somewhere. So definitely go back and listen to that, and you'll see what I'm talking about. I recommend listening with the lyrics in front of you, as always. Okay, example number two is Something by the Beatles. Obviously has the word some in there, just like Alicia Keys' song. Here is verse one. Something in the way she moves attracts me like no other lover. Something in the way she woos me... I don't want to leave her now. You know I believe and how. I'm going to recite the second verse now. Somewhere in her smile she knows that I don't need no other lover. Something in her style that shows me I don't want to leave her now. You know I believe and how. So a couple things going on here. Obviously we have this repeat of something that happens every other line in the first verse, okay? Something in the way she moves and then something in the way she woos me, right? So something. In the second verse, slight misdirection, but we maintain the sum. So instead of something, we say somewhere. That's in the first line of the second verse. Okay, then the third line, something in her style that shows me, right? So we go back to something. The other clear lyrical motif, and I would argue maybe this could be viewed as a refrain, possibly a pre-chorus, especially as we go into the chorus, which happens after the second verse. But I don't want to leave her now. You know I believe and how. So that's how we end each of the verses. And whether or not you want to call that its own section, right, that doesn't really matter. The point is that there is a repeat there as well as a lyrical motif. But I think what's most interesting and the coolest part about this song is the every other line something motif and then the slight misdirection of somewhere, that compound word, something somewhere that happens in the first line of the second verse. Okay, so example one was If I Ain't Got You by Alicia Keys. Example two was Something by The Beatles. So definitely go back and listen to those songs with the lyrics in front of you would be recommended. So it brings us to this question, why should we do this, right? I already kind of touched on it 
a little bit, but I think when it comes to writing verses, sometimes we can get off track. And so by just having this lyrical theme, this lyrical motif that can remind us the direction and the general concept of what the song is about, I think can be a really good way to just keep everyone on the same page. Whether you do this because lyrically you want to make sure that you're reminding the listener of what the song is truly about, or if it's just kind of this melodic choice and you found a word that really cues the listener in like I was talking about, doesn't really matter. I think having that subtle repetition throughout the verses can be something that's really cool. Okay, so I hope this brought you some value today. If it did, I want to let you know what I am doing. So because podcast listeners are the best, because you all who listen to this, who tune in, whether it's your first time, whether you search for songwriting podcasts on Google and this came up, or whether you've been a regular listener, I really believe that podcast listeners are the best. So what I'm doing for you only is I'm offering a free call with me personally, not with a team member. I guess it will depend on when you listen to this, but if you're listening around the time of June, 2023, this is a call with me personally, and we're gonna do a few things. Number one is we're gonna set a clear goal for your music. Number two is we're gonna assess your struggles. And number three is we're gonna see if there's room for us to work together. There may not be, but we will see. Again, this is for podcast listeners only. So if you're interested in that, go to connorfrost.com, C-O-N-N-O-R, Frost, F-R-O-S-T.com, slash call, C-A-L-L, to book your call. Again, depending on when you're listening to this, this may or may not be available. So go check that out. And I look forward to speaking with you. And I really appreciate you tuning in as always. And I will be back. Okay, have a great day. Happy writing. <laughs>